Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Music by Kevin McLeod. Hey man, let's go on a bike ride. Come on, look at look at my new wheel. They're sweet. Bicycle. There are really just two types of people: those who say I can't, and those who say I can. These people have been summoned here by themselves for their seventeen hundred different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra. I can. And their destination. A place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards. Even their own. Hey, sometimes you win, sometimes you're dropped, but the best stories come from Pack Filler. Ooh. How's that for a cheesy entry? That's not bad. Welcome to the Pack Filler Podcast. I am Pat Bolger. I am Mark Hodson. Welcome, everybody, to yet another edition. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff has been happening over the last two weeks. We might have to up the frequency. I, we, I, I could do that. I think <laughs> well, maybe three weeks a, a month. Take a, take a week off. There we go. Yeah. It's like fourth week Adventists. Yes. Sorry, religious yes. gig there. Well, I mean, as far as the fourth week, because on that day, Jesus rested, died. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, um, for those of you looking forward to Easter, yeah, I mean, hello, realistically, yeah, hello. It's, it's a very important holiday, <laughs> exactly. and you've you got to take the sun with the rain, my friend. Yep, you got to give up something <laughs> for 40 days, and then you can drink again. Ooh, you, you give up that for Lent? Can't, can't you just give up chocolate? Actually, what I'm going to give up is something like, um, uh, you know, sushi Ooh. that I don't eat very often, or something that I hate, like um, earwax. Ooh. I'm not going to eat any earwax for 40 days. 
how do you manage? It's it's a day and day thing. It's it's you know fight it, struggle, look in the mirror. You don't you don't look at the whole forty days right out. You just go day by day. Amen. It's day it's a struggle. Day. I mean, uh, you know, every time I stick my finger in my ear, give it a little shake, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. no, uh, no, ah, uh, but yes, we digress. Don't do it for God. <laughs> oh, so anyway, welcome to the podcast, everybody. I got to tell you some contact information. I got to give you all the sales pitch before we go. First of all, uh, get in touch with us any way you want. Right now, as the show is being recorded live, which we do whenever we do this show, you can check us out live on our um, events page and um, always be a part of it that way. We got a pretty big delay, but uh, you can still be a part of the show. I think it's about a 30-second delay, maybe maybe 45 seconds. It's to keep the swears away. Um, we all have a Facebook page. Check us out, uh, Pack Filler Productions, on the Facebook. We have, um, obviously, Twitter, email, all that wonderful stuff. Look us up and give us a give us a shout-out or talk to us or let us know your opinions. We've been getting more and more lately, and it's been kind of enjoyable. Uh, we want to thank, once again, one of our affiliates, our uh, people we're working with, the Sufferfest. If this is the time of the year to Try out those videos. If you haven't yet, you obviously aren't um, enjoying your winter. Isn't the statement "I'm going to kick my I'm going to kick my ass today, so I can kick yours tomorrow"? Exactly. And those I mean, are they. Yeah, they're they're the real deal. You've done one? Yeah, I did. I did one. I did the uh, um, downward spiral. Downward spiral. That's thing. the problem. Is I didn't get all the way through it because it's like I don't have anything that that the iPod will go through. I don't have Apple technology. Oh, so you're watching it on that tiny I'm screen. I'm watching on the tiny screen. Oh so, good god. Yeah, I got to get you set up. I got to I got to I got to make a, a, a change here cuz I've I've got two different computers. I've tried the TV, I've tried everything. Oh, that's evil. Yeah, I've, to I've have to, Yeah, I, I I started it, but I I went through the whole thing and kind of, you know, I've it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's oh, pretty cool. Brutal. It's impressive and the footage is spectacular. It the is. music it's a lot is of fun. great. It is. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's stuff I don't know really well, but it's still kind of fun. You know, it's up tempo and it's not super techno. But it's not, yeah, it's not like house music, and that's what I thought was really cool for the. Uh, yeah. Um, for, and we can talk more about it later. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, yeah it, it isn't like going to a uh, a European nightclub. Yeah. With Lars <laughs> over in the corner, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Everybody smokes. Nice. Yeah. So check out our <laughs> check out our link on the homepage of packfiller.com. Uh, go over to the Sufferfest. Uh, buy yourself some videos because I promise you will not regret these bad boys. They are evil, evil, evil videos, but they work. You can kick your ass today to beat somebody else's ass tomorrow. Uh, live shows. We are still working on a schedule of live shows. We got a whole bunch of events coming up, races that we're going to be announcing. Live shows. We got something in the in the pipe here that we're going to be working for our lo- lovely uh, locals in Spokane. I think so, and I think uh, I think we're working on the show already. We we've got some great ideas. We floated around tonight, but I do believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Pat. We are hoping to do our first live remote show from Zola. Yeah, that's right. Zola yeah, with exactly. our good friend Chris Lucas. A local professional musician and also fantastic bike rider, yeah. member of the Arrive squad. But uh, we hope to do our first live broadcast from Zola. We are going to get some tentative dates from Chris, I think, this week. Yeah, we're going to be opening for Cruxy, which is Chris's group. If you know who Cruxy is, if you don't, you're a douchebag because, I mean, this is a. I forgot that's a swear word now, isn't it? Douchebag. Yeah, I don't know. There I mean, it's shoe fits. Yeah. You know. But uh, you got to go check out Chris. It's a lot of fun to go see him play. And we're going to be opening the hour before Chris goes on, uh, maybe. You know, throwing throwing some swag at you. Have somebody on air that's uh, much more important than we are, mm-hmm. and and have some a lot of fun there. So uh, the first of the live shows coming at you. We hope to. I mean, uh, if uh, if that changes, and the owner from Zola says 
what the hell were you thinking? That was stupid. We yeah. will we will let you know at the next show. Exactly. <laughs> we will let you know. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I've got some more news. I've got the. Uh, do you have the Trailblazer Triathlon on your list? I no. Yeah. Well, get this. I went down. We have permits. Oh God. We have permits, and I've just gone over the website. We should have registration up by March. Okay. So this is this is a. How do we label ourselves in this one? We're not promoters. I think we're grunts, but yeah. uh, we're definitely going to have the pack filler name on it. Um, it's going to be, I would say it's going to be a pack filler production one way or the other, but the beneficiary yeah. and the sponsoring agency is definitely Friends for Children. Okay. So I'd say, you know, they're they're on the line, but I think it's, uh, it's a city of Medical Lake is letting us do it. They were absolutely fantastic to work with for, through the permitting process. Wow. And, uh, Dear I mean, diary. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing, but yeah, we, uh, we have, I believe we are permitted and ready to go. The next step will be to kind of go through and tweak the website. Looked at the website today. It doesn't look too bad. I think, uh, we may be, we may be making some changes to it, but, uh, take a look at it. And, uh, we hope to have the registration open by March. And I don't think, I don't think it's, uh, it's a pipe dream. It's not a pipe dream. Good God. So I think, um, at this point in time, the next step will be to get milliseconds timing on board, get our numbers squared away, and uh, then we need to start working on swag. There we go. It's official. We're going to actually be helping, well, promote, not promote, but we're going to be involved in, 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 in a race. more than just talking over the background. So, uh, Which is what we would prefer to do. Exactly. <laughs> 100%. I can't handle this responsibility. Absolutely. Um, February. We are... Already 17 days into February. Over half. How's the training coming, Mark? Not so good. What? Not so good. It was what? good. It was good the week before. And then uh, this week I got a cold and oh. uh, I whipped, I wimped out. You know, I'm, I, I was sitting there. I was going to ride Sunday, but it was just like, don't quite have it. Oh, man. So I, this week's been pretty wimpy. I've. Uh, I, I I think I tweeted it earlier in the week for those of you who actually pay attention to those sort of things. I, I have lied to my constituents. I have I have failed you like a shirtless congressman taking pictures of himself in the mirror. Um, I said Ooh. I said in the last show that I was going to quit the club, the YMCA. I didn't quit. Um, right right when right when um, the wife and I were talking about it in depth, um, she looked at me. She said, can you, "Can you hold on to it for just a little bit more?" Because she hates she hates going to these places like the plague. And uh-huh. I think she's finally found something that works for her. She's doing some of the classes and things like that, and really enjoying it. And it was funny because the day after the podcast, uh, I actually went in and finally got a really really kick ass workout in, and it was it was good. And I went, "Nope, not going to quit." Mm-hmm. And so and and. I got to tell you, and for those, for the listeners, once again, for those of you in warm weather, shut up. Yeah. Uh, but it's been so nice to be able to go someplace else other than your spare bedroom, your living room, your TV room, whatever it is, and work out because you're going someplace. You're making that conscious effort to, to get something in. Well, that, and the, I mean, you know, to give a shout out to the YMCA too, it's a great facility. Well, it, you know. it, yeah, we've, we've been blessed with, with gorgeous YMCA's. I mean, yeah. usually you think of YMCA, you think of either the village people or you think of um, the uh, like divorced arms, like where the divorced men go after their wives kick them out, or or even or even like someplace where you'd be still scared to walk with flip flops. 
You know, I mean, <laughs> well, there have been times. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, still, you know, still. Let me let me recommend some shower slippers. But um, it's it's a nice, clean facility that's really new. I mean, all the Spokane YMCA's are brand new. Yeah, all absolutely. Three of them. They're gorgeous. Yeah, they are all three gorgeous, big. Um, the one downtown, pretty crowded. Yeah, gosh it's huge, crowded. especially at what time of day you go. I mean, I had yeah. never gone in the evenings before. Holy crap. It's probably the most crowded health club in Spokane. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know what? You want to hear a funny uh, uh, athletic club story? Sure. I'm not going to name the name of the athletic club because this, this would be incriminating for them. But uh, my wife and I were members of a fairly high-end club here in town. In, for for quite in, some time here in Spokane. Here in Spokane, yeah. Here in Spokane, a yeah. club here in Spokane. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. And um, and I okay. So <laughs> this is back in the days when I was, you know, before I I was aware that you really, really, really need to wear sandals in the shower, just because there's athletes' foot fungus. One guy has it; it's going to stick in the tiles. It's going to stick to you forever. Oh yeah, this particular club here in Spokane. Yeah, it's a great club. It's a great club. Okay. Yeah, and um, so. Uh, I'm 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 in the shower. It's kind of a thing where you walk in. It's got shower heads all over the room. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, I'm in the shower and I'm I'm taking a shower. Soaps in my eyes. I'm scrubbing away things like that. I look down at my feet. Oh no! And I'm right by the drain. Uh huh. And there's a turd, a little tiny remnant of somebody's awesome prearranged fart of some sort. Wow. Just, right? just kind of down there. And next to the turd is a man's foot trying to kick it into the drain. It wasn't your foot. No, it was not my foot. Oh, boy. I, S you not, I looked into this guy's eyes, and I went, we made eye contact, and then I looked back down, and then I looked at him, and then I looked back down. And what do you say in those moments? What do you say in this moment? Um... Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, Am I shocking you? Yeah, did, a little bit. Did little we just bit. suddenly go uh, yeah, radar? That's, that's a client. That's that. That's uh, that's quite a line we've just crossed. Um, did, but how yeah. did we cross a line? I watch our downloads. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I have nothing against any any faith or anything like that. You're 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 still anxious about the the shower setup. Yeah, well, either way, we've still got... Oh, is it too soon? We've still got the fecal matter... Yeah! It was swirling, swirling on the in the floor. And, and a guy's kicking it into the toilet. Wow. I mean, into the drain. That's uh, that's quite a story, Pat. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think I would find a new health club. Yeah. Hence, well, oh, my hence word. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they clean those out regularly, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, uh, that was, that was that's, one of those moments. And hence, little Pat Bulger has never non, not worn... Shower shoes. Shower shoes. Ever yeah. since then. Yeah, that's uh let let that be a lesson to all of our kids out there. Um <laughs> Mark's giving me these looks like You really wow. Well, you okay. went there. I awesome. guess we're going there. I okay. guess we're going there. Um yeah, well and So and, training's going well. Yeah. For, yeah. N- not for you. Well, it didn't go well this week, but I, I still think um I'm hopeful. I, I feel good. Well you've been good. busy. I've been busy, but yeah, oh I have been busy. Yeah, that's you've been true. extremely busy. I have been busy. So Boys say, and girls. Yes. I, I need a drum roll of some sort. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, okay. You're the drummer, actually. Yeah, uh, not um, anymore. Uh, not anymore. More of a drummer than I am. No, not since that virus I caught back when I was a member of that club from that shower. Yeah. Um, uh, you have an announcement to make. I do. Boys I and do. girls. I do. I. Uh, should I just make it? Should I just come out and say? Um, it? If, yeah, for all of you listening to the podcast, if you're driving, stop. 
pull over to the side of the road. If you're training, if you're doing anything that could dis- potentially well, cause harm. if you're on harm. rollers. If oh, you're on yeah. rollers. Yeah. If yeah. you're on a trainer, you can probably just pedal slower. Okay. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. No, I am getting married May 7th. Dun, dun, dun! dun! It is official. I'm off the market. Um, the hearts all over the world just broke. Yes, I, I would like to think so, but uh, I, I'm, I'm quite a celebrity in Sweden, so I, it is. I've always been big there in Belgium too. In San Antonio, San Antonio also. So I mean, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm officially engaged as of two weeks ago, I guess now. I mean, a week, Good two weeks God. ago, day after tomorrow. Yeah, um, it was right after the show last week. Uh huh. The last time. Yeah, yeah, about two days after. And uh, no, I'm marrying uh, just a beautiful gal named Leisha Missamore. Um, Whoa, you said her whole name. Yep, that's her name. She's. Uh, just a great gal. Met her here in Spokane, and I just I'm thrilled to be getting married. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, take us through the entire. How did you do it? What did you oh. say? Were you nervous and all that kind of stuff? Well, there's one thing that I learned. I've never proposed to anybody before, so I mean, this is really my first marriage, my first proposal. Well, hopefully, you only do it once. Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah. that, that would be my hope. But, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I mean, yeah. But anyway, yeah, you, you, you of course go into this this thing going once. Yeah, and I never realized like I I'd, I'd always watch those guys on the jumbotron, and <laughs> I never really put I never really thought much of it. But there's no way I could do that. No, because there's that chance of failure. That chance of her going, oh God, no. Oh, oh, well, the, the failure is fine. I mean, we had talked about it. I mean, realistically, I was. I mean, it you kind of had an idea. Yeah, you kind of. It's like you know, it'd be like you going in and taking the written driving test right now. I mean, you got a pretty good <laughs> shot. You know, um, you know, I suppose there'd be something that could have happened, but I didn't really realize just how um, personal of a moment that is for guys. Yeah. Oh, good God! Yes, and it's I one of the most terrifying moments of your life. Oh, it's. Horrible. I'd rather be standing there naked because exactly. that, that's basically how you feel. Well, I mean, I thought about it. I mean, it's. You know, and while we're on the shower subject, I mean, it really is it's almost like going to the bathroom in front of someone. Or, yeah. I mean, it's it's really a very, very personal moment. Oh, so, God, yeah. you know, the the people who do it on the Jumbotron and she says, oh, my gosh, yes, that's wonderful. Oh, look, there's one of our callers now. But uh, <laughs> they're, sensitive, they're directional mics. Nobody can hear that. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> but now you brought attention yeah. to it. But, uh, no, we uh, – so I, I was actually surprised because um, – you know, you you would think maybe you'd do it in a big grand fashion. I mean, you you think about all the different ways you can do it, and now nah, I just cleaned my house and had her over. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up my socks. I did. I picked up my socks, and she, you know, it was kind of funny. She walked in, and you know, she's running around. We were going to sp- spend the night at my 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 place that night, and because uh, we were going out, I think we we're going to a comedy club, and she's like, "Oh, you clean the house?" And you know, like, yeah, yeah. And she runs downstairs. And, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, she runs I, downstairs. I, I'm like. I've You're got breathing the at the top range of your lungs, holding oh. that. Yeah, hi, clean house. How are, how, how are you? Well, you're just like, come on, let's do this. And she runs down to the bathroom and starts unpacking. So I'm like, couldn't you? I'm not going to do this in the bathroom. You know, I mean, oh, God, you're yeah. just sitting there going. You never let that one down. Yeah, I mean, you just, so um, she came back upstairs. And, and then I just, uh, I mean, it was probably the world's quickest proposal. I don't, I mean, I went down. I did the one knee. You did the knee. Good, I did the good, knee. good, good, um, good. I kind of, I'm kind of old fashioned that way. Got down on one knee and. Asked her to marry me. And, wow. uh, yeah, so I don't know how else to do that. I mean, you know, you think about it, you'd think you'd be this remarkably clever individual. Oh. And, uh, no, it's kind of a personal moment. 
It really is. It is. And you, know? you don't want to, especially the bathroom thing, you don't want to have that hanging over your head. He proposed to me in the yeah. bathroom. Well, I did it. You, you know, with my wife, I did it, and I was planning on this huge romantic thing, and I ended up doing it right next to a freaking dumpster. And so we ever drive by that dumpster, she's like, oh, honey, there's our trash bin. That's us. Yeah. That's ours. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, wow. it's uh, it's a good feeling. Uh, I'm 38, so I finally grew up. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean... It's been a good ride. It's (laughs) It's been a good ride. It's it's been a good, and uh, no, I mean it's just uh, it's wonderful, and she's a great girl. So I'm I'm just thrilled to be getting married, and we're doing it rather quick. That's the other thing that's that's probably a little different than some other people's marriages. We're going to be married on May seventh. Oh, um, over in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, just down the road, just down the road, literally both calendar and distance. Mm -hmm. But we're not. uh, It's kind of like we're both in our late thirties, and. I don't really see a real reason to wait. No. You know, I mean. I, you know, if you get to that point where you're like, yeah, I really love her. I'm going to ask her to marry me in, in a year. It's like, what the hell are you waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. I can understand. Like, if you're 21 or 22 or, 20, you know, in your early 20s and, you know, it's the big wedding for the girl. Yeah. There's some planning that goes into those types of weddings. Our wedding is going to be close friends and family and we're there as just kind of a celebration. My friend Bill is going to marry us. I think you've met Bill Rambo. Um, yeah. You know, just a, a friend of mine. He's gonna. He's a minister, um, <laughs> one of the online ministries. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I thought, I'm not going to hire someone that I don't know. And so why not Why not make it a, a celebration? And, yeah. And so it's, it's going to be pretty cool. We're going to go get our, our wedding um, license. So I guess that might also account for some of the, the, the hitch in my training. Um, <laughs> hitch. <laughs> but uh Sorry. you know either way still just i'm just glad as all can be to to get married and um you know wow. it was it, the other thing i did last week and that was awesome was i went to um Cade, i guess my soon to be stepson's oh, uh basketball kid game. yeah i know we're yeah. not putting away money for college we're just putting away money for counseling good call yeah i mean realistically i mean let's yeah. be honest oh but, yeah you know if he wants to go to college it's kind of his call but i mean we know what he's gonna need exactly so <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i went to a kids basketball game last weekend that was fun i i really i don't think i've ever been to a six-year-old basketball game really yeah i don't think six so. i guess he's seven he's seven. Oh my gosh he's be eight. Eight. he was like nine or ten no, he's gonna be eight next wow. week no, you got a month. lot of years ahead of you to mess with him. Yeah, I know. I can really, I can really. You can do, do some damage. damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can. he'll start with small animals, killing them, and then he'll move his way up. No, we're gonna avoid that. We oh, just, yeah. Okay. yeah, we aren't gonna have kids. We aren't gonna have animals. Oh, okay, um, good call. Yeah, good we'll call. Just, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking more of an arsonist. No, there you go. Yeah, there you that's go. That's kind of where we're yeah, going. Kinda you're kind of like dark this evening. Donald you Sutherland are, from Backdraft. You're kind of dark this evening, Sir Pat. <laughs> you are. You've got this the dark outlook. Um, I'm, I'm no, really, we're, we're hopefully going to be a positive. I'm really sorry in advance. Yeah, yeah. At least she, is she sure, listen to the show. Know. She listened to the show. I told her she should. Oh crap. Yeah, that's unfortunate. At least she's sorry about everything. Um, next, <sighs> you know, I'll stand outside at the wedding. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Pat will be. We'll, we'll call him an usher. Thousand foot radius. We'll just call him an usher. I'll just rush your cars into the <laughs> yeah. parking lot. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> stay outside. We'll bring you. We'll bring you a mushroom. It's good. It's good. Just stay out there. I know you don't like mushrooms, but we'll, yeah. So you know, it kind of brings us you know back into the topic of the show, the RWM riding while married. Um, you know, how does how does family life? How does um, marriage? Fit into this whole thing. Let's be honest. Uh, the sports we participate in, triathlon, 
cycling, running, anything, you pick it. It becomes almost a religious part of your of your existence, depending on what level you want to participate, but it still is. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you pull it off? Uh, do things change? Do, are things going to change? Um, and uh, does she have to play along? Does she have to suddenly become a part of the sport? Or he, if you're a woman, or, or he, if you're gay? I think... Um I think there's several answers to that. The first one, though, is I think the simple answer to it is if cycling is a part of your life and they want it to be a part of your life, like your spouse, um, the answer is plain yes. They have to become a part of it in some way, shape, or form. Really? I think they do. I think maybe they have to come to a race. But, I mean, if you make it completely separate from them, um, like they don't travel with you, you don't turn it into some kind of fun you know they don't have to race. They don't have to do anything. But if you don't like, if if you don't have a, a a spouse that's willing to go eat Italian nachos at the white, you know at the <laughs> white, what was it, Whitewater? Uh, no, white, white fish. fish at the white fish race. Yeah. You might have a problem. Yeah, you know it. I uh, mean, it's it's obviously something. I mean, at, at this time of year, let's you know we start we talked a couple a uh, month ago about mm-hmm. starting just with six to eight hours a week, and then you're adding, you're doubling, you're traveling to events. Uh, you you know if you're a triathlete, God forbid, you're doing even double the hours. Well, I guess if you want if you want to be a really good high end cyclist, you're not doubling the hours. You're doing that too. So um, you know does um. What what constitutes playing along? I mean, um, hard to say. Yeah, hard to say. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm actually looking up an article that I I just saw. Oh, okay. Um, it's a the workout ate my marriage. Um, the workout ate my marriage. It's a running world for for him. Because I mean, I've got to the point where I'm fortunate enough that my wife, yes, she enjoys cycling and she enjoys the sports I participate, but she doesn't necessarily. She doesn't want to be competitive. She doesn't want to race, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. And it's actually partial blessing in disguise. Oh yeah, because you know we're not constantly vying for that. It's my turn to train. It's you know we both have that thing. But I think. Um, well, you know, we have friends that are highly competitive couple, mm-hmm. and they both participate in the sports, and it works for them. But it it becomes what you know. What happens if uh, one spouse has no interest in the sport? I mean, should you just call it off before that even begins? Is is a marriage not going to work if one's not? You know, I don't like. Uh, God forbid, I don't like your bike. But uh, you know, is is how does it all work out? Well, I think I think here's here's a good uh, beginning to a, an article I I just found. As the wife of an endurance athlete, Karen Waxman wakes up alone every morning, including holidays. Mother's <laughs> Day really upset me. We all remember the Mother's Day massacre. <laughs> Says Brockway, New Jersey, mother of three, age forty-seven, whose husband leaves before dawn each morning for hours of exercise in May. He will wish her a happy Mother's Day from Utah, where he will compete in a triathlon. Ooh. I mean, I think, I think there you, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe he's pushing it too far. I don't know if there's a way that she could become involved in the sport enough for him, ever. She's just going to be catering to him. I think yeah. he has other issues beyond his workouts that he's going to be needing to deal with. But, I mean, when, you, when I say that you have to have a stake in maybe cycling or at least the other person, both people need a stake in each other, I think. Yeah. I think, you know, 
you better have a stake in something she does or something that she likes to do. Or so if you're at a race, you know, maybe, you know, you really need to make it fun for her too. Yeah. You know, if she chooses to travel like that or, yeah. or maybe you better be making time for vacations, just the two of you that don't involve sports. You know, you, you both have to kind of, I think, I mean, you see the, you, you can read the way that, and it was written to make you think that way, but yeah. you can read that's going over the edge. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think with anything, you can abuse mm-hmm. it to a certain degree. But um, yeah, I mean, if if especially getting married, not later in life, but not twenty one. You sure. know, Yeah. You're going to have these things where I, I think you kind of both are a little bit more set in your ways, but you're also more a little bit willing to understand that you're going to get to know each other and take into the fact that the most annoying. What do they say? The most. If you can handle the most annoying thing about somebody, mm-hmm. marry them, because Hopefully, it won't get worse. Well, yeah. Boy, that's negative. God, I am negative. Yeah, you are negative, Nelly, tonight. I I don't like it. One of the things that, uh, I mean, I I will admit to is I have not had a girlfriend survive the Iron Man experience. Um, You know, and both girlfriends were incredibly supportive throughout that. But, I mean, you become so tired, you become so hungry, and it's not, but, I mean, you you better have someone who's on board for that. Otherwise, you know, it's just... You know, you're not, you know, you're you're really not going to have much luck. And and you know, for one of them, I mean, you know, I really don't think Iron Man broke us up, but I would say, uh, um, you know, I think there's 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 a myriad of reasons. But um, great girl, by the way, too. But um, you know, that's 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 neither here nor there. But you just look at the Iron Man experience, and it's going to cause stress. And yeah. So. I think I don't think bike racers are any different. I think you no, take the Ironman experience and instead of condensing it into one weekend, you spread it out over the course of a year. Yeah, March know. to October. Really? I mean, maybe sometime. I mean, it it's pretty dead in July and August. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you might as well go to the lake type of stuff. And, yeah. And if you want to ride a little bit, that's fine. But um, you know, you get a little bit of time in the summer, the the deep summer. Um, but aside from that, I don't know. I mean, I think you really need a stake in each other. And but I think if you're gonna do an endurance sport like this, it's a. I mean, it's a commitment from everyone, and everybody better be on board. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's become one of the well, and I guess you have to take into account that um, you know let's let's talk about professional athletes being married to somebody else. That's their job. This is something beyond the job. This is something where you know. There's, this nutcase is going out for four hours on a Sunday morning when we're supposed to be going and picking out drapes. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah. well, I mean, a, a Sunday beforehand. morning, I mean, you know, by the same token, I think that's kind of what keeps you alive too. So I think, you know, that's, that's what keeps people young. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you if you stop doing these things and just go pick out drapes, Oh, God help you. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess fortunately, my wife was cool enough to uh, at the beginning to say, at the very least, okay, Saturday mornings from blank until one o'clock in the afternoon, barring any soccer games. Get ready, by the way. You know, you're going to be going all. If yeah, you already are going all that stuff. Um, Once I've gone to one game. Oh, get ready. Um, You know, those are those are that's your time. Get out of here, get up early, go with your friends, Ooh. meet at a coffee shop, go for a ride. We, that's our time away from each other. Mm-hmm. Man, you got to do that or you're going to go nuts. You know? and, but, but then you take into account a sport like cycling or a sport like triathlon where it is a lot more than a Saturday morning. 
Well, I think you need some hours. Now, that's what I'm yeah. going. You really need to be on board. But by the same token, if you're going to choose to spend your time cycling, you've got other responsibilities. You've got work to do, which you know is important, and then you've also got your your home life, and then you know a relationship on top of that. Yeah. So. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's a balance. And I don't know if you really always are going to achieve a balance. I think that's the thing that we have. I think we've been sold this bill of goods, quite <laughs> frankly, that we can, we, if, if we're just healthy in our outlook, then we can create this balance and create some sort of chi with the, with the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quite, <laughs> frankly, quite frankly, that's bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, I'm sorry, you're going to get out of balance sometimes. The best couples are going to get out of balance. The best people are going to get out of balance. Um, you, know, you know why people drink beer? Because it's fun. It's not because it's good for you. And, uh, and, and, and you know, it's, you, you need to actually, I think what, what is healthy and what is balanced are the people around you. Yeah. And and the people you know you choose to be married to and the, you know I mean maybe I I am anything but a relationship guru but I I'm beginning to be become weary of this notion that if only we were strong-willed enough yeah. then we would be perfectly balanced and happy <laughs> yeah screw yeah. you yeah d- d- drinking drinking beer yeah I love your analogy you know d- if I uh, drinking beer is fun but it's not good for me you know okay so if if I drink just just with anything i can drink all the beer in the world and become an alcoholic i can work out every day all day and ruin my marriage you know both things are going to end up too much of a good thing or too mm-hmm. much of a bad thing so i guess yeah there is that fine line wouldn't it be nice if there was a handicapping system involved in 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 racing oh like based upon your profession yeah oh no oh, married I love that. yeah how many kids your income to debt ratio ooh although a lot of a lot of Single speed fixie guys would probably get more time gap. Yeah, I don't the, think they income to debt. I don't like that because but we got the Clydesdale thing going on. And why can't we have a Clydesdale category? If you don't know what Clydesdale category is, you're obviously not as as big boned as I am. Like Clydesdale races in cycling with just big, powerful men on flat courses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying? I mean, just just I mean. <laughs> Having, having having my winter coat on right now, that's kind of... It is. Good. It's awesome. I, I did, went back in my mountain biking days, I was like, well, you got to be 180 pounds or higher. And I just went... For mountain bike Clydesdale? Yeah. And they give you a penalty. Uh, not a penalty. <laughs> well, God gives you a penalty. But um, they give you a penalty. I said it again. A time bonus for like every pound over a minimum amount you are. Ooh. And and you get this gap. So why can't we do it for how many jobs, how many hours a week you're working, how many uh, you know? How, you can't do big mortgage because most of those big mortgage people, but uh, kids, how many kids you have? Yeah. Um, you know, think of all those things. Income yeah. debt would be a pretty good one, though. No, I don't think so. It can't be as heavy. The guy as in the ones. coffee shop is going to smoke you. He is. I mean, you're looking he at is. the guy who does nothing but work 25 hours a week, train, and has student loans. Really, you want to play that game? Uh, you don't. Yeah, we're going to have to think this. Two one years out. at GU, and he's going to crush you. <laughs> he's just going to keep deferring those loans until he gets to the world championships. He's gonna. God, I hate that guy. He is going to bust you up. <laughs> he's going to be 220. <laughs> 
It's going to be 220, 220, and he's just going to crush everyone. What's up? I'm a philosophy major. I'm Actually, I'm getting my PhD in philosophy. I'm on my third year at the Falls. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Well, I defaulted my loans, and then yeah. I just I picked up a bunch of penalties. Yeah. And then uh, then I went to I went to Whitworth, and then I uh, transferred over to GU. Yeah. By the way, I'm a I'm a fourth year freshman. Yeah, our race starts at eleven. I'm I'm off the line at nine thirty. <laughs> but it's a it's crit. a twenty mile race. Yeah, it's a crit. Come on, come on, man. We're just doing the river loop. Come on, it sucks. Yeah, but I think um I think it'd be interesting. But I the uh, sentiment is certainly there to go. Wow, now it's you've so got yeah. you've got a juggle. You know, there's no balance. I'd say it's a juggling act. Yeah, you know, of going. Okay, I got I got this much time to work out and. Sometimes I do oh, better, yeah. though. Sometimes I do better the busier I am because really? then I'm always trying to fit things in. You know, the busier yeah. I get, if I have no structure, I'm screwed. Oh, gosh. I mean, I, literally, I, I'll do nothing. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm good at that. Wow. I find really? myself, the more busy I am, the more excuses I'm willing to make. Mm. I don't know. Sometimes I, I'm, I'm kind of the, the opposite that way. But, I mean, sometimes I'll just sit there and go, ah. Loads of time. <laughs> I I can ride later. I can ride later. Then when you're ready to ride, the, oh, it's looking a little rainy out there. It's a little rainy. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just jump on the trainer. But yeah. I was going to turn the TV on for the trainer. So maybe I'll just watch TV. Yeah. Hey man, <laughs> Magnum PI's on. Oh look, Magnum PI. I have 22 episodes. Well, I'll just watch the first one, <laughs> then I'll jump on the trainer. Um, you know, I mean, there's always a reason not to train. I think Roger. Once again, I always quote Roger. I think every show, but you do. said it the best is uh, you never feel bad about having gone on a workout. I've yet to go. God, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, there's been a, there's been a couple times I was sick where I went. Ah, that could be bad. Why? But does I he never do that? feel bad about going on a workout. Why does he make me feel so bad about myself? I don't know. I, you know. I mean, I just kind of live in a world of self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But so, I still, I still, you know, I to go back to our subject. I still don't buy into this bill of goods that we're all going to lead this some sort of chi. You know, if we organize our furniture perfectly and drink enough, you know, drink two oh. glasses of red wine but not three, and and drink, eat an aspirin every day, we're going to hold. We're going to one avoid the whole death thing. And uh, and everybody's going to live a balanced, happy life. I mean, I think yes, you can be more in balance than others. You can you can certainly have a better perspective on things. But you know, if you think you're going to get through things without problems and hitches, you know, balanced people are boring. Yes, the terribly. more balanced you are, the more I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, but the people who are severely off kilter are also a little odd. Well, it depends on how off-kilter they are. If they're dangerously off-kilter, like... kicking a turd into the drain. That guy was off-kilter. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know... You know, and I, I bet he was, like, very successful in, in, the, in the community. And, you know, I made eye contact with him. Well, I mean, he's yeah. at this club in Spokane. Yeah, yeah. very nice. Very club nice club here in Spokane. You um, keep bringing it back. You know, you I mean, wanted me to drop it, and now you're bringing it back. It's a very... It's, I feel like Pacino in The Godfather 3. You know, you keep pulling me back in. You keep pulling me back Every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in that woman in the shower. But I do think um, one of the things about Godfather 3, the best part about Godfather 3, the food they showed. Like there's always like a big plate of pasta that I couldn't just get past Coppola's. I couldn't get past Coppola's nose. Nah, that girl bugs me. Nah, I don't she know. does. Mm. Yeah, oh, but I still, I still thought the food in that movie looked awesome. See, now I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah. The food, like in the background, I, I still remember. Really? Just going, the pasta and everything oh, in the background yeah. just looked delicious. Italians know how to eat. 
Yeah, they do. They do it well. They really do. They do it well. Um, Very well-balanced people, those Italians. Yeah? Except their prime minister right now. He's He likes the 17-year-olds. They really, you know, and I love the Italians. I mean, they they don't achieve much. They tend to win the Giro, and that's about it. Yeah? <laughs> well, you know, it depends on the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, with anything, you're going with highs and lows. Um, you've been able to get out on the bike, Mm-mm. outside? Haven't been bike? out on the bike. I've been out once. I had the best day of my life last Sunday. I, honestly, I nice day just, last Sunday. No, it? Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Which day was nice? Were you uh, on a nice Saturday day? was not super nice. It was yeah. it was warm, but and for those breezy, days, if I remember, it was windier than hell. Um, I don't know how hell windy hell is, but uh, it was. It I was, don't like wind, so my I, hell would be windy. I just I got I got out. I finally, you know, the whole process of getting ready for a ride this time of year. It's you know, okay. Where are my shoe covers? Okay, I found those. Where are my warm socks? Okay, I got those tights. Yeah, okay. I need suspenders for my. Tights. Okay, I got my jacket. Okay, I need my other jacket. Now I need long sleeve, short sleeve gloves. Forty five minutes to get ready for this freaking ride. But you know what? I was I was skipping through the house because I. I get You're to, gonna ride. I get to go out. Yeah, I get to go out. I I almost forgot where my bike was because I have a stationary bike instead of putting it on a trainer. Finally got the bad boy upstairs. Got it all ready to go. Air up the tires. Um, got out and uh, went through my. You know, got my helmet. Got oh crap! Don't have a, uh, a flat a t- a spare. patch kit or a spare. Oh boy! And uh, you know. Afterthought, I had a great two two hour ride, but that my point is is um, I uh, I said to myself, okay, self, on your ride now you know which direction you're going to go. You're going to go down towards towards the bike shops and you know swing in on a bike shop and check things out. I went down to good old Brown's Edition in Spokane and uh, stopped in on an old friend, Steve. I stopped in at. Uh, and this guy doesn't sponsor us. He doesn't do anything for us. I'm giving an, an, a plug here just because he's a good man. I think you should. Steve Loveland he has his little store called Steve's on Cannon Street. Oh, man. And uh, he's been working on this shop forever. And this kind of brings me to another topic for the show in terms of, um, I, I, you know, I, I rode by and I, I looked in the window and I wasn't sure if he was open or not. Knocked on the door. Oh, nope. Didn't need to knock. Door swung open. Swung open. You know everything's good. I, I walked in and you know talked to one of his guys who was working there. And Steve comes up and we had a great time talking. This guy, this guy has forgotten more than most people know about wrenching bikes. Oh yeah, and uh, it was it it was such a good um, it was such a good visit to sit in there and talk to a guy about cycling. He showed me some of those they're the lightweight brand wheels like five grand a set um they don't sell the brand lightweight oh lightweight yeah okay okay. he handed me one just we laughed about the fact that it was so unbelievably light and you know chatted with him for a while and about the good old days and and things like that and after that moment in fact i'm going to uh uh change the website a little bit in fact that um I, i i'm going local i'm i and i beg listeners all over 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. to pull back on your buying online. And you don't have to agree with this, Mark, but... Uh, That's where I bought my bike. Buy your sh- bikes from your local shops. Try to. Because these guys, you know, to buy a bike online and take it into your local shop is like sleeping with another man's wife. Kind of is. It's just, it's horrible. I mean, it's like, hey, I bought this somewhere else. Can you fix it? It's like, well, F you. You know, thanks a lot, jerk. You know, our major sale is not wrenching it's selling you a bike mm-hmm. um and you know i it was great to great to go in there and shop at steve's and to talk with him and to, just to bs with the guys for a little bit my my i guess my whole point of this is what makes a quality bike shop or but running that's a shoe show store that's a or, show yeah that's i mean it's, that's that's almost an entire show well again we, we got a half an hour all right <laughs> yeah, i guess so you know, we've already bagged on the whole balance thing. Yeah. Um, what's a balanced bike shop? <laughs> yeah. What what makes a good bike shop? I don't yeah. know. Um, you know, it's kind of like I think a lot of times too. I uh, I'm I'm hypercritical too. Of bike what do you shops. look for? Yeah. When you if you, you if know, you open if you're in a town you don't know you open a door to a bike shop. What are you looking for? First thing I look at the high end stuff. I yeah. think that's what I look for is what do they have displayed? Okay. Because like I remember going in. I think the perfect store that grabbed me was over in Whitefish. That shop we walked in with the $10,000 Pinarello yeah. sitting up there. I mean, that was something trick. It was something that you don't see every day. It, I mean, it grabbed you right there. I mean, I think... Okay. And, and though no one will ever buy that bike who should... You know, I mean, you know, you just... Unsponsored riders generally don't need a bike like that. And, oh. You know, the, the money would be better spent at a training camp. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean... it. it it's neat to see stuff like that, like high-end goods. It's neat to oh. see what's there. But I think you also need to have um, – I think a good bike shop is going to have something for a particular kind of rider. And I think, you know, you look at uh, – because you look at the good shops, like Fitness Fanatics, I think, is a, is a great example of a shop that will have bikes – and I think they primarily cater to triathletes. I mean, I really do. I think I think they've got a lot of racers that could go yeah, there. I yeah. think they do. They but know I, their clientele. They know their clientele. Yeah. And they're, they're, what are the bikes? Well, can they get the bikes? Yeah, they have relationships with the suppliers. They they have relationships with the triathlons, with the triathletes. They have relationships with the local races. Yeah. You know, that's an example of a good bike shop for triathletes i think it is really robin does and you know what does she have in the off season well she's got a ton of skating skis she puts on skating yeah. clinics um real successful business model there 
which is similar in nature to the to the whole you know for in winter many of the people in that sport go to that sort of a thing um mm-hmm. you know what i i associate it and i can i it's almost a uh, a spiritual thing and mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to get deep here there's the sight there's the smell i walk into a good bike shop i 99% of them have hardwood floors oh, i don't yeah. know why old hardwood floors a big huge wood door that you open up and it's that feel. You walk into a place. It's crammed with bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, it's like, my God, these guys have way too many, made too much stuff and not enough square footage. Mm-hmm. It's that feel. You just walk in. You're going, oh, yeah. I can smell the chain lube in the back. I know there are a bunch of goofball pot smokers in the back who are wrenching on bikes who are all really good guys. Mm-hmm. And they have copies of News. They have um, maybe some you know, cycle sports, some off Cyclist porn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they uh, the the wrenches the the people helping you don't look down their nose at you even if they don't know who you are because there's nothing I hate better than a bike I hate worse than a bike snob. Oh yeah, I hate people who are just giving you that. What are you doing here? You know, you're not one of our local guys or or mountain bikers who are. And I I hate to say this, but the mountain bike guys in in those shops tend to kind of. Look down you differently. I don't know why. Um, you know, I, I look for a guy who's just most really good bike shop employees aren't heavy cyclists because they don't have enough time, especially yeah. owners. Oh, yeah. Most of the owners, you know, a bike shop owner doesn't ride his bike anymore because he's too busy helping other people ride bikes. Yeah. Well, I, I was, um, you know, we were always of the opinion the worst place to work if you like to ride was a bike, a bike shop. shop. Yeah. yeah. And um, I also love. Uh, Shops that focus on fit. I've seen some shops that really, really take care of that and make sure things good, things are good with it. With a, especially, you know, I've taken new people into stores and have tried to get them lined in and get them get them on a bike, get them happy with it. And the, I love when a guy or a girl, whoever's helping us, stop. We need you to. Uh, we need you to take off your shoes. We got to put you through the whole fit kit system, and that's just you sold me when you've done that. Yeah. Yeah, and well, it, I think I think that's that's the key is to look at stuff and go, where's this at? Where you at? And um, you, the fit is everything. And I think the best part is this: the one of the best things you can see in a good bike shop is maybe you take someone in there and they like the look of a bike. They yeah. like the way it looks. It looks fast to them. The person in the shop says, "Sorry." Yeah, you know, I mean, this That's bike really—I can't sell this bike to you. Yeah, we're gonna have to do some major modifications. I've got something better for you. Yeah, you know, when they when they really don't just want to make the sale. Yeah, I know you like the red, but yeah, the, the uh, blue over here is gonna be a better bike for you, and that's where you should go. Or yeah, or uh, you know, even even uh, running shoes. Uh, stores, you know, oh, yeah. you get the uh, the smaller the store, the better I feel for some reason because it's just like you got these little guys who are just fitting you and they care about how you're doing and because they know if they screw with you, you're not coming back. You know, you can go to the one of the chain stores, bike running anything. You can go to one of those. Those guys are gonna, you know, well, really, I'm I usually work in the uh, golf department, but I'll help you try and find something. Well, well I mean, screw you, man. Uh, what I was gonna say, and I really like a lot of their products. Um, I think it's, and I'd love to hear from them they, if they're following the podcast. I think um, I do like REI as a store. I think it is yeah. a horrible bike shop. Yeah. Um, you know, um, um, I, there's nobody there that can help you. There's, I mean, generally, I would say, you know, they, they've got a couple guys that are, that are reasonably knowledgeable. Yeah, well. But, I mean, yeah. you know, they're just as likely to be knowledgeable on um, snow skis and... <laughs> 
or camping gear or camp stoves. And yeah. it's really, I would say REI's got some really nice products and um, some great stuff, but, uh, um, and you get a dividend for it. But I would say when you ask what is a good bike store, where would you buy a bicycle from? Yeah. Not REI. And I have to, I have to apologize to guys like Steve because for many years I spent time not going to those stores anymore. And, and Steve was the kind of guy who, when I was a junior, man, I, he, he helped me out. I think I talked to him in the last podcast about sitting in his store in the middle of, you know, eight o'clock at night and he's drilling my shoes for look pedals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this guy's been around. I mean, he, he was the wrench for two Olympic trials. This guy knows what he's doing. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's, I got I got to stick to those people, you know, and you you do. And instead of going to, you know, spending 15% less online at some place you don't know from, you know, Timbuktu, don't don't do that to your local guy. Don't do that. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think uh there there's certainly <clears throat> there's certainly something to be said about saving money, too. I mean, I think that the local guys have to understand that. I think you you really have to decide as a cyclist whether or not you're going to have a relationship with a local shop. Yeah. And if you're going to have a relationship with a local shop, which, by the way, you need to, yeah. um, you should probably purchase things from a local shop. And you should probably purchase things from people who have helped you out in the past. And Because if you think you're going to get through cycling on your own, if you're going to have any fun at it on yeah. your own, you're not. You're going to – I mean – the worst thing you can do is show up to a race by yourself, not talk to anybody, and leave. It will be a miserable. It'll be boring. Yeah, exactly. So, I was just so happy to see that and 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 to go back to one of those good old fashioned, you know, small stores. Uh, Steve Steve had a larger store, and why am I the only one opening another well, I'm, mirror? I'm just oh, getting. Okay. We're enjoying the the full sale beverages tonight. I I like how you're playing variety here. Well, what we try and do is we try to pick out a local brewery for each show. Tonight's beers are from the Full Sail Brewery. Full Sail Brewery. Unsponsored. Located, I believe, in Portland, Oregon. No, aren't they on the way there? I think they're, they're on. They're in the uh, um, Hood looking, River. Well, I'm looking at Mount Hood. But Hood yeah, River. Okay. Full Sail, and uh, it's an employee-owned. Uh, yeah. We've got the Pale Ale, the India Pale Ale, and also the Amber. And uh, I'm enjoying an Amber now. I will be going to the India Pale Ale Ooh, shortly. Okay. How'd you like that? The the IPA. The it was yellow. good. It was hoppy. I usually tend to, for all of you people training on your trainers right now, <laughs> uh, have one of these afterwards. But um, I, you know, I, the IPA was good. It was a little hoppy. I always kind of associate the the hoppiness. I I, I like a medium bodied hop, but nothing too nothing like that's gonna set me back or kick my ass or something like that. I like a little hop, but the problem with the with the hoppiness, one, it kind of hurts my stomach, and two... God, we're getting old. Yeah, I know. But two, as far as the um, IPAs and so forth, I like it more in hotter weather, I think, too. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my whole point is is to stick local and shop local and ha- you know stick with those guys. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you've got to look at something, too, though. There is... Like Bike Tires Direct. Have you bought anything off them? No. Oh, my word. Um, next day shipping. Um, I mean, and on See, tires. you're destroying my whole point. No, I'm really playing devil's advocate <laughs> here because you look at some things like Bike Tires Direct. I I have a hard time bagging on Bike Tires Direct when every time I've ordered something from them, 
boom, it's there. And yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I, my, my soaps that I have on my, uh, Bontrager's. Bontrager wheels. No, um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. on my, on my Bontrager's, they're, uh, I mean, I think I got them for 60 bucks and it's like a hundred bucks a tire. Oh. You know, it's hard to, I mean, you know, when you're looking at stuff like that and they're always there. I mean, they, they literally put out a high quality product and, and are incredibly responsible company. Yeah. Well, it, bag on I that. gotta say, it broke my heart. You know, I pulled into Steve's shop. He's yeah. selling the same brand of bike I'm riding, Ooh. and I bought mine from an online catalog. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm just going, "Oh, you sell oh. insert name of bike brand here." Wow, um, I got one of those, and I, I I've been riding one of those. It's good to know you sell them, and I just felt like, "Oh God, you jackass!" Well, I but I do agree with you. I think you know, as far as bike shops are concerned, and relationships. And if you can afford to pay a little extra, the relationship you will make with a good bike shop yeah. is it's worth more than fifteen percent. It's worth more than tax. Yeah, keep them happy. And, you know, yeah, they will. If you, will, fi- if you find there. a good one, if you find a good one, keep them happy. Well, and, and you know, a shout out to Steve um, down in um, Brown's Edition. Yep. I think he has been a part of the cycling community for many, many Forever. years, and we hope to give a shout out to all the oh, bike yeah. shops that have helped We're us not in the play past. Favorites, but, you know, uh, but uh, Steve. This one's for you. I think yeah. uh, what a what a great influence you've been on the cycling community. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, we we can only thank you. If you want to talk about another shop, talk about another shop. Send us send us information about yeah. the best shop in your community, and we'll 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 chime them up, man. We'll bring them on, you know, to give us some background on it and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. I had uh, I had a, a listener uh, uh, talk about what makes a good bike shop, and I found it I found it pretty funny. He said. Uh, the one who would be able to have the replacement leather seal for your Silka track pump. Wow. Do you remember those things? Yeah. Yeah, is that the, the valve that would push it down, it was made of leather. I didn't realize that was leather. Yeah. I, You know, I have like the the um, the modern day Silka. Do you? I think it's got a rubber seal. Wood handle, plastic handle. Wood. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's wood. I, I, I'm just, like I just got excited yeah, thinking it's, about that. It's wood, and uh, but the problem is, is like literally this the rubber seal goes on almost too tight on the. Oh wow! And so, so I, you almost suck as much air out of the tires you put in. You know, trying to get it off, if you've got like a a longer stem, I have literally like. Oh, you're no, you're talking about the chuck. I'm talking about the, going down that's the shaft I mean. tube. Oh, okay. But the but the seal on the on the on the chuck. I mean, it becomes so tight with the longer chucks these oh, days. Oh, wow. Because back in the day, yeah. with the leather seal, you the chucks go... were about that, were yeah. about an inch. Yeah. yeah. For all yeah. you people watching Please on show radio, me a visual. Yeah. For all of you, it's, it's, <laughs> the, the olden days, for all of you watching on radio, um, we had, uh, it's about an inch long back in the day. Yeah. You know, and now, and now you can have some that are two to three inches long. Oh, and God, if you've yeah. And if you've got a longer one coming out of a, a less long rim, so to speak, and you start wiggling that thing around, you will literally blast your tube. Um, you'll really? pinch your tube. Wow. How do I know that? Um, well, let me tell you, Pat. Experience. Oh, that is $4. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love changing tubes. Yeah. Keep it coming, buddy. Keep yeah. it coming. Support you like a bike shop. Bike shop. Install your tubes wrong. Yeah, but I mean, uh, but no, it was like it would, it would pump up, and then you're like kind of wrenching the thing off. Oh. And when they blow like that, they blow. Oh, it's God. like they'll blow in like a snake bite. Oh wow! Yeah, it's kind of crazy. See, what so, are but yeah, the the Silka pump. I I understand why they probably went with a leather stopper. Oh, those things because are... you could. They were tight then. Yeah, they're worse now. 
Oh, man. Those things, those little tiny little metal tubes you just get. Columbus tubing shaft. Oh, man. So anyway, a good bike shop knows all those stupid little stuff. Has a couple Eddie Merckx posters hanging somewhere in the corner. If you see a Merckx poster in a bike shop, shop there. You know what I have in my um, law office, so I actually have those uh, intimate portraits of the Tour de France. Those are beautiful. I have, do you have the, the, I have the smoking one? I have the smoking one and the drinking one. I don't think I have the drinking one. Yes, I have the smoking and the drinking one. Wow. Yes. So. I do have a beautiful one that my mother-in-law, of all people, gave to me. It's one of Merck's sitting, black and white, holding his bike up, uh-huh. waiting for a TT start. It's, it's epic. Oh, that's one that's in your office, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's a great shot. Yeah, I love that one. That's like, and those steel chain rings. Oh, God. And I see. Now we're talking. You're getting me too excited. I got to stop. stop. I got to stop. Pat porn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, another segment of our show that we always like to throw out there, and Mark doesn't know what's coming, and he gets to react in any way, shape, or form that he chooses. It was originally called the Don't Be This Guy, but Uh now I'm I'm changing it a little bit. I'm going to just call it simply the Pack Filler Guidelines. Oh, I like it. I like it better. The Guidelines. The way to continue to make it through this world and, and this sport and these sports without being judged poorly. It's like our own little slice of arrogance. It is. Go on. It is. Oh, I'm full of it. Um, So uh, here we go. My guideline. And in fact, I'll I'll start it with a story. I'm driving to work, uh, you know, quite a while ago, you know, when the weather was still warm. And I'm I'm, I'm cruising down the hill and going along. And all of a sudden, I I, I notice a a cyclist on the road. Okay. Rolling up to the stoplight. Okay. Nobody's coming. Okay. Rolls through the stoplight. I pull up to the next block. He rolls through. He's weaving in and out of cars. He's, he's breaking about every traffic law possible. I, I, I was so ticked. I rolled down my window. Uh-huh. And I l- stuck my head out the window and said, You're ruining for the rest of us, jackass. Uh-huh. Um, don't. My guideline is. Same rights, same roads, same rules. It's the same thing that is on the Cooper Jones license plates all over the state of Washington. Don't be the jackass who's out there breaking the rules. I was a bicycle messenger for for a long time in Seattle, Washington. You know what? I understand that you've got to pick up. You've got to be someplace at a certain amount of time. Follow the same freaking rules, you jerk, because you know what? You're out there ruining it for the rest of us. The next time Redneck Jim in his gigantic rig sees another cyclist, does does something wrong, he gets pissed at that cyclist, he can't hit that cyclist. He hits the one he sees next. It's probably true. It's probably true. I would say, however, I, I, I guess I... Oh, you got another point to it, don't you? Not really. No. Um, sure, sure. I would say... Yeah, I was getting all excited. I try, to, I try to follow the rules. I mean, I even hand signal. Um, yeah! I even hand signal correctly, which I imagine nobody knows what the hell I'm doing because that, that's not even taught anymore. You know, um, there are ways to hand signal, and, and there's, there's European and there's an, uh, a non-European way. You're better and just let's to be point honest, with just your left point, hand. Point, yeah. point, 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 point. Point, I'm going that way and make sure they know what you're doing. Yep. Um, but... I do try and hand signal, I think, but by the same token, there's a lot of our friends, people we ride with and have ridden with, that like on a Sunday morning in downtown Spokane, which it's not busy, there's no traffic, will not necessarily obey every traffic signal. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I can say when they go, I've gone too. Really? Yeah, I have. And generally, I'm, I'm kind of a, a rule follower. 
I, I yeah. really am. I, I, I mean, I stop at stoplights and everything else, but I, I, I will admit to, I have broken a traffic law before and, uh, yeah, and not lost sleep, sleep over it. No, I, <clears throat> I, 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 you know, I guess it's just the blatant ones where you're, uh, you're in the view of other tra- you're in view of other drivers and, and people are just seeing you become a complete jerkwad and you're breaking the rules. I mean, you know, and that's, I think that if we as cyclists, as we, as runners, you know, all these sorts of things. If we want the same respect, we got to follow the same rules. Well, I thought it was really funny. I remember watching, I was at the, the Lantern Tavern, it must have been a, well over a year now, but it was, we were sitting outside and uh, there was... Well, you have no choice at the Lantern Tavern. Yeah, there's four seats. But, this uh, is a so cool pub outside. for those of you who don't know it. It's a great place, but we're sitting outside and this guy comes by on a longboard you know, oh. Going the wrong way down Perry on a longboard, <laughs> talking on a cell phone with no helmet. I mean, and, you, and for those of you yeah. know, Perry's a pretty steep hill. I mean, he was probably doing about, and, <clears throat> you know, I was like, that guy's crazy, and he's weaving, and he's just barely God. missing parked cars. And, I mean, it was everything, and <clears throat> I could not believe that he was even alive, and the guy with us was like, yeah, he's, he's from Seattle. He's fine. Oh, yeah, and that said, makes it all better. But I thought, I guess that may be the behavior we're trying to discourage is yeah. just blatant recklessness that, that puts everybody in danger. Yeah. Because let's say you're the cyclist weaving in and out of traffic and you, you know, you're, you're a good bike handler. What if someone else isn't a good driver and they miss yeah. and hit another car or yeah. they go up on the sidewalk because of your antics? And what if, how are you flawless? I mean, follow the rules, watch yeah. out for other people. And, and I think maybe that's, that might be the, the lesson. There's rolling up to a stop sign, a four-way stop when nobody's there, and not putting a foot down. Just doing an almost track stand and then going, which is breaking the law in theory. I, You're I, not w- coming to a full stop. There's been some... Uh, but I'm cool with that. There's a loop on the South Hill, and uh, it uh, it's the Rockwood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go up Southeast Boulevard, and I'll climb it like seven or eight times. So I'll just... And then I come down Rockwood. Wow. Well, there's okay. a three-way stop. Yeah. I must admit, I've blown that stop you sign. You bombed through it. Yeah, well, I mean, well if you see there are no cars waiting well, yeah, there's there. there's nobody there. That's what I'm saying. Okay. There's nobody there. If there is a car I gotta there... Get, I got to get... Well, screw getting Bob Mionsky on here. I need you on here. You're the you're the lawyer, for crying out loud. I don't need to get a bike lawyer on. Yeah, what do you need? What do you yeah. need? But no, but my thing was... <laughs> my attitude was, I'm willing because it's a three-way stop and there's a curb. I know there's no cars coming the other way. I can. I've got a full view. There's nothing that can come out. However, yeah. I do stand fully ready to pay the penalty should I get caught. And that's okay. that's okay. the deal. I mean, if you can't do the yeah, if you time, can't do the time, don't do the crime. Yeah. But by the same token, do I slow down, look both ways? Yeah, I do. But yeah. you know, am I? I mean, it's just such a dumb stop sign. I mean, it's the dumbest stop sign ever. And. I guess maybe there's the Henry David Thoreau part of me where an unjust law should be thwarted. <laughs> then, therefore, I shall I shall break said law. But I don't I don't think that's that's actually not a real argument. But I guess that's just it. Is like you see the person. So I think everything's by degrees. So okay. I think once again we're back to the difference between someone blowing a stop sign on our time, which we're we're perfectly okay with if it's me. But full full moon fever or whatever the FBC. <laughs> You know, whatever. we got to get them on. Yeah, you need to vent. Do. I don't know. I mean, the FBC with thirty people 
you know, riding on the sidewalk. You, do, you don't even need to say FBC. Drunk. You can say uh, to help uh, the rest of the uh, the our listeners out yeah. who don't know local clubs. Just say critical mass. It's the same group, isn't it? No, I mean, I it's, so. it's I the same so. mentality. I don't think so either. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. And I think I, uh, I, I'm, I may have, I may be a little critical of the full moon, full moon bike club because there is that connotation. Because basically, they're taking a bunch of people out with no lights on. Many of them have lights, but some of them don't. And it's a big group of people, and they all go from bar to bar, drink, and ride their bikes. That's really the that's the activity. Sounds fun. Well, no, I, I think that's what I'm saying. But but following mass, the rules, I think they try to follow the rules. I think I should probably go on one of their rides and check it out. But I okay. don't. I, I'm sending you with the right. helmet cam. I might. Yeah, we could do the hel- helmet video cam. coming soon. That would be pretty good. We can put that on pack filler. I don't screw think that. I'm putting you with a remote mic, and I'm talking to you home from base. Oh, that would be awesome. We could do that. <laughs> Let's do that because I think that's where we're at. Is I think I'm I'm kind of critical of them, but to be honest, I haven't gone. Okay. I have seen Critical Mass, and those people really. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they got hit, I wouldn't feel bad. That's not. I mean, Cooper Jones, I feel bad to this oh, day. Man. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's any there's any question on that particular. That is a tragedy. Yeah. Again, for those of you who don't know who are who are not in the Spokane community, uh, Cooper Jones was a, a young junior cyclist who, on a, a weeknight a race series time on trial, a time trial, was uh, completely just. He was hit and killed just about instantly by a by a driver who was driving on the freaking shoulder, and and it was um, it was a bad thing, and his parents. Um, bless their hearts, some of the best people in the world. I know Martha mm-hmm. very well. And, and what they did is they made an effort to not make sure Cooper's death was not in vain. And they, they started a program. And, and in our state, you were able to buy license plates that are cycling-based that say same rights, same roads, same rules. Mm-hmm. And uh, just just an awesome effort by them. And if you live in the state of Washington and your car's coming up and you ride a bike, buy the freaking plate. It costs you $35 a year, and it goes toward uh, road improvements for, well, for cycling. And I think, and I think that's just it. Is you you look at the in fact Cooper Martha, we should have on the friggin' show. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah. But you look at the Cooper Jones um, effort, and you look at just that. You know, then you look at people riding like idiots through downtown Spokane. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't see that as necessarily trying to garner the same awareness, though they should. Yeah. You know, and the critical mass that started in San Francisco, I think, was more along the lines of a Cooper Jones movement. It was advocacy. Yeah. 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 And, and that's why I'm going, yeah. you've moved so far away from center that I don't even want to be a part of you. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Whereas right. Cooper Jones, I would, I just think that is a tragedy that um, I would only support the parents' efforts. Yeah. I never forget. Yeah. And, yeah. and really like to, like to see him. And I believe Cooper Jones is on the Frozen Flatlands race, too. Yeah, it is. is. Yeah, it's all over that as race. well. It should yeah. be. Yeah, he's um, named after that. So, um, well, that's very mellow and mild. And how do I transfer into uh, the next thing that is going to be kind of silly? Hello, public radio. Yeah. Sure. Speaking speaking sure. of rules, there we go. There's my segment. Rules. Speaking of rules, you know, and I, I I usually just try to bring something new. We're we're all we're reaching the the end of our show, but I always try to bring something new to the show. Something I found uh, last week. I was talking about an energy drink. I found this week. This week I'm talking about a website that I found, and these Ooh. these guys I've already contacted, and they're going to be on the show. BustyBlondes.com. Yeah. Amen. Um, no, these guys are going to come onto the show, and and this is this is uh, a website that was that was brought to me by my friend Allison, a uh, Facebook friend who owns a bike shop down in L.A. Uh, Hi, Allison. Hope you're yeah, listening. Yeah, go check 
her shop out. We'll we'll plug her here soon. Um, that sounded wrong. Anyway, um, it's uh, she. I'm, I'm getting married, Pat. I can't do that. Yeah, me either. But we'll definitely married. plug I her love shop. being married. We'll plug her shop. Yes. <laughs> oh. Um, did I tell you about the shower I took? Yeah, no, okay. um, uh, it's, so this, this is club in Spokane. This is a great uh, website that I found, and I've got it up. And I need to, I need to kind of show it to you on on the, the Mark's. Mark doesn't have the laptop here in front of him. Um, this website is called Velominati Keepers of the Cog, and these guys write like classic traditional cyclists. Okay. And they have a specific category on that's their a website. Wool jersey is that not? That's that's Eddie Merckx. I know that is a Gosh. wool jersey on the right one. behind Eddie Merckx. Roger Devlamic. You know Eddie Merckx and the Maltini Devlamic in the Brooklyn. Oh, that's Perry Roubaix. It's epic. It's beautiful. Just look at those cables. Yes, it is exactly. Look at and those so cables. And so these guys have a, especially an an article called the rules, and I I think I posted that I was so ticked because these guys basically have personified what I've been trying to bitch about all my life. And, Let's and, hear it. And now Let's it makes me it. look stupid. I can't go through all their rules. There are like fifty-seven rules. Let's go through two. Oh, oh okay. Um. Uh, well, here's just one that's for fun. And you got, and I'm quoting directly from Velominati.com. Again, I'm quoting from Velominati.com. Go to this website. I'm not robbing from them. Check them out. Uh, rule number nine. If you're out riding in bad weather, it means you are a badass. Period. True. Um, and, you know, and, uh, but they've got stuff on. Here's here, there's a rule on saddles, bars, and tires. What color and what shade and everything and how they should be. Um, it's this is just this is the anal retentive classic roadie that is awesome. Black shorts at least. Rule number fifteen: black shorts or at least standard team kit shorts must be worn with championship jerseys and race leader jerseys. True. Wearing team kit is questionable if you are not paid to wear it. You must fly the color. If you must fly the colors of pro teams, all garments must match perfectly. I.e., no mape jerseys with Kelm shorts and telecom socks. But you can wear like if you're with a with a club, you can wear your club jersey. Yes, but it's saying if you're wearing a pro kit. Yeah. If you, you it, if I'm, I personally, I don't believe I should ever wear. A I kit won't wear a pro kit. Uh, that uh, that a team that exists. No, I would never wear a pro kit. Yeah. <clears throat> if your quads start to burn, shift toward your to use your hamstrings and calves. No, that no, that's a dumb one. But. Uh, Okay, rule number 22. This is a big one. You got a, you got a second? Yeah. Rule number 22. Cycling caps can be worn under helmets, but never, not when riding, no matter how hip you think you look. This will render one a douche and should result in public berating or beating. The only time it is acceptable to wear a cycling cap while directly engaged in cycling is, is while directly engaged in cycling activities while clad in a cycling kit. This includes activities taking place prior to and immediately after the ride, such as machine tuning or tire pumping. Also included are cafe appearances for pre-ride espresso and post-ride pub appearances for body refueling ales. You know, all these kind of things. You know, these guys have... No cycling caps except while on the bike? And under a helmet. That's it. Yep. Never when not riding. See, I think that's a little liberal because I, I really don't know why you'd wear one under your helmet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's a beauty. The bikes on top of your car should be worth more than the car, or at least relatively more expensive. Basically, if you're putting your huffy on your rolls, you're in trouble. My car is worth less, is worth more than my bike. I am a, I, you're a bit of a yuppie. But <clears throat> I'm not going to drive a piece of crap car. Saddlebags have no place on a road bike and are only acceptable on mountain bikes in extreme cases. True. I agree with that. Yeah, that's why road cyclists have jerseys. Put it in your pocket. Well, I mean, and if uh, you really want to be a tourist, yeah, have a sag wagon. There, exactly. Okay. Veliminati, V-E-L-O-M-I-N-A-T-I.com. Check this site out. They're kind of fun. They're good guys. They, they have a tongue-in-cheek. They're pretty de- diehard to the to the good old school of cycling, and, uh, and check them out. It's pretty funny. God bless them. Thank yep. you, Veliminati. Yep, last few things we're going to get into our final. Uh, we're recapping with the news. Number one, Alberto Contador is free. He can race any race he wants. The The stake claim has come through. Alberto Contador, free to race. What do you think, Mark? Did he get his tour title back? He has kept his tour title. Well, from what I understand, uh, the Spanish Cycling Federation has cleared him. He is ready to race. That's weird that the Spanish Cycling Federation came through for Alberto Contador. Yeah, how strange. Bjarni Reese has just... Uh, he, uh, Bjarni Reese apparently slept with somebody from the UCI because now his team is complete. He has everything he's ever dreamt of on his team. I don't know. I think it'll come through. <clears throat> I think it'll yep. come through over time because Contador's been suspended before this one, hasn't he? No. Not that I know of. No. He He's ridden with some of the dirty, dirty guys, dirty yeah, players. Uh, I don't know. I mean... You know, that whole uh, stake thing, I mean, I was talking to a couple people yeah. about that the other day, and I, I, my opinion, I, it sounds like a masking agent. I don't know enough about the, the chemistry. Yeah. So I guess, you know, I, I always wanted to give Lance the benefit of the doubt. I think, oh, uh, you he's know. my next news. Oh, I know, I know. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, boy, with how dirty all these guys have been, I don't know. I mean, hard to say. I mean, is it? I wonder more. I don't really worry about the riders as much. They're going to do what they're going to do. I guess my concern is is cycling taking a step back and saying, "Fine, yeah, race, yeah." You know, I mean, that's my question: is do you have all these different cycling federations, and then what do you want to do? Who do you appeal to? I find it so funny that his home country was the one who decided. Upon well, yeah, I mean, that's like you know having oh yeah, we're going to have the Texas Cycling Federation certified Lance. <laughs> You know, I mean, no, no kidding. He's clean. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, what what happened? Well, we checked under his bed. Yeah. You know, he's, I mean, he's, you clean. Know, he's clean. He's clean. He checked under yeah. his bed. There were no syringes under his bed, so no. he's fine. No. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't have any evidence that that the Spanish Cycling Federation is necessarily off the rocker. Um, apparently, everybody else was willing to strip him of his title. Yeah. Um, so I guess what was that? All hyperbole. Yes, I said it. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess whatever you know, um, yeah, it'll come out. Okay. I mean, he'll get older. It'll come out. Okay. Along right. those same lines, Lance has officially announced his retirement. He is no longer a bike racer. Uh, the rumors were he was going to try to maintain to uh, tour California, and on a high note, nope, done. Lance is done. Um, I. I I'd guess there's too much heat in the kitchen. Oh God, you know, and I've I have always been a supporter. I have always been a believer, and I, I oh man, I'm starting to wonder. I'm really scared. I don't want it to be the case. I please say it ain't so. 
Mighty Casey might strike out. Could happen. I mean, we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. I mean, poor guy if he does. I mean, too bad that you uh, maybe went one, two, or too many. Yeah. You know, brought yourself back just in the nick of time to screw everything up. I mean, what if he'd have stayed retired? Would they have just let sleeping dogs lie? I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I, I don't hope know. They I mean, do. maybe, maybe him getting out will just, you know, okay, fine. But I, I don't know. I mean, what I, what I really hope, though, is that cycling is not taking a step back. I hope cycling wants to be on the cutting edge. I think it's going to take a while to get over uh, the damage that's been done, and I think we have multiple decades of damage. I don't know if it's ever coming back. No. I think oh, cycling gosh. may be actually on the cutting edge of dirty sports because we all know how, how many sports are clean. None. Uh, maybe one or two. Chess. Chess. Well, I don't know. The computers are kicking the crap out of everybody now. No, don't get me started. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jeopardy. I mean, yeah. you, can't even be, you can't even beat a computer on Jeopardy anymore. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yeah, in the news, Contador and, and Lance, that they'll always be in the news. Okay. Yeah. You know, I yep. mean, maybe, uh, maybe, hopefully, Contador will get a better program. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, better masking drugs next time, buddy. Don't yeah. blame it on the beef. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I buy the beef. I mean, but, uh, okay. You yeah. know, I, by the same token, he's one of the most exciting writers to watch. I mean, he, he really can put the hammer down. Too bad he's... Uh, Kind of a doofus. No, he's a douchebag. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Absolutely. But uh, you know, like I. But I mean, that doesn't mean. I mean, Andy Schlecht had had a, had a shot. Oh, don't get me started. That's a whole nother show. Yeah, we're running late. This is the Pack Filler Podcast. You can contact us anytime. Yes, anytime. Day or night. I have no life. I will. I will check my Facebook. I will check my email. I have very little going on, people. We are packfiller. Packfiller. dot com. Check us out. If you have not downloaded our Android app, there is something wrong with your head because they immediately come directly to you. You can pick up our without downloading, folks. If you have an Android focused device. Get the app. It's on our homepage right there at packfiller.com. Um, uh, we are coming live to you very soon. We're going to be in Spokane talking live, and hopefully at Zola very soon. Our, our topic might be a little bit more general because we're not going to be able to, you know, we're not going to have a room necessarily full of cyclists. Hopefully not. Yeah, that'd be creepy. Yeah. yeah. Lack of leg hair alone would be uh, strange for, you know, seven, six more signs to the apocalypse. Are you kidding? If we have a bunch of triathletes it's gonna be a lack of body hair, oh that's just creepy too yeah you could just grease the whole group down and make a big mud bath out of it but uh stay tuned to us we're going to be performing live here soon we're going to be having fun with that the race season is coming up soon we're going to be calling your events near you keep in touch with us and uh we're going to be talking about mark's mark's whole marriage process and the decline of his training as his wife starts nagging him to mow the backyard and paint the house and 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 mend the fence and all this stuff and he's gonna he's not gonna ride ever again i i I sincerely doubt that but also (laughs) love to give a shout out to all the folks Really throughout the country that are listening to us, I know we've actually had some serious downloads in San Antonio. Yep. Um, if you guys like what we're doing up here, please send us an email and let us know who you are, and we'd yep. love to have you on the show just even as a Skype call and love to hear from you. If you like what we're doing, give us a shout-out. Yep. Communicate with us in some way. Don't just lurk in the shadows. If love got, to hear from you. you got a fun pub, we'll come down and see you. All right. Absolutely. Hey, thanks again. I'm Mark. I am Pat, and this is the Backfiller Podcast. Check you next time. Bye.
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.